Hey everyone and welcome back to Citywide Blackout, your home for the best creators from around the world. I'm your host Max Bowen and joining me now to talk about her recently released single Circle Back to Me is Turkish-American singer-songwriter Ella Ozturk. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. All right, all right. So let's um, talk about the new single. This one is all about uh, wanting the person to find a way to return into your life, even though you've both kind of moved on. I'm curious as to sort of the real life story behind this story. Yeah, actually, the song is also written by the same person that inspired my previous song, Roots. Um, it's kind of a different perspective on it. With Roots, you're kind of taking your power back and you're saying, like, I no longer need you. I'm strong um, without you. And I remember who I was before. And this song is a different type of vulnerability by saying, I actually do need you. I do miss you. And I wish we could work it out again. And in the case of the person, like, were you able, ever able to like work it out? No, I wasn't able to work it out. And that person, um, I guess that person just kind of left it in a, in a bad way, meaning like they kind of moved on. They actually moved to a different state and we just never really talked. Um, so now I just talk to him through my music. <laughs> so, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Now, does this person kind of know that they inspired the song? I think he knows, but um, I think he tries to ignore it. <laughs> but... I think it'll get to him eventually. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. Okay. Now, now your music, I found, uh, has a very chill sound to it. The majority of your singles, uh, very yeah. deep, very powerful. Mm -hmm. I'm curious as, as to this particular sound and kind of how it came to be your style. Yeah, so I'm I'm massively influenced by like the big soul diva singers like Aretha Franklin and Etta James. So I really love having... Songs that center around vocals and strong lyrical aspects. And Adele, I would say, is probably my biggest modern like hero. And so I do have a lot of ballads. Um, I do think I broke away a little bit from that with my other song, Sweet Nothing, which was a little bit more of like a pop anthem and, and a little bit more um, heavy production and, and more belting. And I will go eventually back and forth between those kind of sounds. But overall, I'm just such a massive fan of like power ballads and like a big choir in the background. And, you know, songs are very strong and uh, storytelling. I can tell because your yeah. voice, listening to your music, it just kind of fills the room. Like this is not a soft voice. This is a very like powerful voice. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, did, you have to, <laughs> did, you, uh, did you have to like train a while to get to this kind of sound? Um. I, I did a little bit of both. I, I grew up as a choir kid, uh, definitely singing in the school choir. I did take vocal lessons for maybe like a year or two growing up, but most of it is also just self-taught. I can vividly remember my parents thinking I was crazy for just sitting in my room at a young age and like listening over and over to the same song and like pausing and, and trying to mimic those vocals. And I do think a lot of it's just like um, practice. Mm. Now, um, your folks, when you told them, hey, I want to pursue music as a career, uh, what was their reaction? Yeah. I, I think like most parents, they're a little bit skeptical at first, but I do think as as I got older and I and I never stopped pursuing it, um, I think they, they've kind of had a soft spot for that now. And I think they're very surprised. I mean, I, their generation didn't have access uh, to pursuing a musical career the way we do. They couldn't just like upload their music to Spotify without being like signed to Sony or something. So I think they're kind of just shocked that like 
you know, I shot a music video, I'm doing shows, I'm doing this. They're just kind of like, whoa, like this is actually happening. And, and I think now they're like pretty supportive. Nice. All right. Uh, let's talk about shows because, of course, you know, shows, um, they're recently returning. People are getting out again, of course. Um, I'm curious yeah. as to what has been happening for you since this became an option again. Yeah. So I, I started my career like officially, professionally, like around the pandemic. So I have not done like an official show yet. Um, I've done shows like as a kid, of course, and like here and there as like a preteen, but never like a legit show yet, just because I never had music recorded and and then the pandemic happened. But now I have like a good amount of songs recorded, putting it out. I have a team um, and I'm recording more. Now I'm kind of like networking and I'm trying to do some shows starting this year to next year. Hopefully my goal, my main goal is to be a touring musician. So I'm trying to get that going in the next few years. Okay. Now you're, I would say, kind of at the beginning of your career. Like uh, like you said, yeah. you started this off right before COVID hit. I'm sure that changed a lot of plans. Um, but yes. what happened this, that made you think, you know what, music is going to be my new job? Um, for me, I think it's been like a lifelong childhood dream. Uh, it's always been something I want to do. I talked about it as a kid. I always dreamed of it. And I think for me, uh, music is just very, very important to me. It's like, I'm very emotional. I'm very like in touch with my feelings. I really consider myself like a storyteller and I'm always writing. And I feel like music is just like my main outlet for that. Okay. Uh, what stories would you say you're telling through your music? Um, I think it depends. I think I have songs about hope, um, taking back your power, also laying in, in sadness and I hope to kind of also in the future write more songs that's also less about love and just also about friendships and other life scenarios. Um, yeah, so I, I just want to be a proper storyteller as I move forward in my career. All right. So it yeah. sounds like a lot of your songs are kind of a reflection of like how you're feeling at the time. Yeah, exactly. It's my diary. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's how it feels. <laughs> it feels kind of sometimes embarrassing to be so um, vulnerable in your music because I, I don't leave anything out. But I think that's why a ton of people reach out to me and say that they relate to what I write. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You really can't hold, hold anything back. But is it tough for you to be so open with your own life experiences, essentially sharing them with the whole world? Yeah, I think it's hard. Um, I think I'm starting to learn, like, what do I want to keep for myself and what do I want to kind of sacrifice so that I can be a genuine artist. It's kind of a delicate dance and, and like a, a tough balance to to make happen. But uh, I'm trying to still figure that out. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, you're just really like uh, getting started. So do yeah. you feel like you have sort of arrived as a musician? Not 100 percent. I do think I've pretty much discovered the main sound that I'm trying to emulate. But I do think I'm still trying to figure out how how I can push my visuals a little bit more. Like I said, I'm still kind of new in the um, putting on shows. So I don't know how I'm going to be as a live entertainer. I'm still trying to figure out like um, how I want to showcase myself as like a performing artist as well. So I still think I have a, a while to go, but I do think in terms of like the way that I present myself on social media and my music videos and my visuals and my storytelling, I think it's kind of already shaped a little bit. It's kind of taken on a form that I think most people can identify now. Okay. 
All right. Um, I want to talk a little more about your influences because you mentioned Etta James, Aretha Franklin, Adele. Any particular mm-hmm. songs by either of those artists that are your favorites? Well, for me, Adele, she she's just so incredible with everything she's ever put out. But I love her second album, 21, is my favorite. Um, I love I love uh, Hello. I love all of her songs, really. But her last album is kind of a unique mix of all of her influences. And so I think I love her song To Be Loved right now. I love belting that one out. That one's a really, really good song. And her other song, Oh My God, is amazing. Um, of course, Aretha Franklin and Etta James, all of their classics, At Last, like all of those powerful ballads, um, again, really shaped kind of my storytelling and, and my sound. I still listen to them to this day. And another artist to mention is Amy Winehouse. Uh, she's kind of the reason why I, I sing in my lower range. I kind of have those jazzier influences. My first song ever, um, Bad Habit, was way more um, Amy Winehouse inspired than any other artist. I think you can hear that influence if you go back. So I think I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to pull these influences, but also how to bring my own sound to it. What do you think you're bringing to the table in terms of adding to your influences? Yeah, I think I have a very distinctive voice. I've always been told that my whole singing life by choir teachers, mentors, friends, sometimes good and bad, but kind of similar to like Shakira. If you ever watch an interview of her where she's talked about being in the choir and she kind of like was shunned because she couldn't really like fit in because she had such a different voice. I feel like I kind of have that same story where I have a very deeper singing voice. I have like a very distinct tone and sometimes it's hard for me to blend with other singers. And so that's the main thing I think sets me apart. Also my background being Turkish American, I pull from so many different um, influences. I even pull a little bit from traditional Turkish music And then I'm such a massive fan of soul music. And I think in today's generation, people are pulling from so many different um, elements. But I don't see anyone my age really being this obsessed with like the great soul singers and trying to pay homage to them. So I think that sets me apart. And then the last thing I think sets me apart is like my pen. I think I'm a very distinctive songwriter. I think every song you hear, you kind of understand that I'm the one who wrote it. And I think as I progress, you'll be able to see that uh, move forward. You you mentioned your voice not kind of blending in with the choir. I can definitely I can definitely see that. Just just hearing just yeah. listening you talk, listening to your music. I think this is the one who's gonna be just like drowning out everyone else. <laughs> I I guess, yeah, or or just like can't blend <laughs> to save her life. But <laughs> uh, that's why I'm a soul singer. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I did want to ask about your Turkish background. Um, how yeah. does this kind of factor into either your lyrics or your sound? Um, yeah, so I think my Turkish background um, influences my music in the sense that like Turkish singers love like acoustic sounds. So we have like traditional like guitars and we have traditional kind of singing styles. I think I pull influences from those as well as as well as like um, progression and like all of these amazing instruments that we have. I pull from all of those sounds. And I also think there's like this new wave of Turkish pop singers that are kind of emerging from Europe and even now the United States. And I think I'm kind of on that wave. We have like um, an amazing singer that just got signed by Warner Music. We have a few Turkish German artists that are doing pretty massive in, in Europe. And I think um, we're kind of all forming like this new, this new um, like wave basically. Huh. 
Yeah. Interesting. I cuz I mean I'll I'll admit I don't know of any uh Turkish artist. Aside, aside for yourself, of course. <laughs> aside from yourself yeah. is uh this kind of like a new thing where they're just starting to sort of be uh noticed on a on like a global scale? I think so. Like Elena Teka, she signed with Warner. She's the first Turkish artist to sign with a major label like that for a US um deal. And then we have a bunch of other um, artists that are Turkish-German. We have a huge Turkish population in Germany. And so there's this amazing Turkish-German rap that's emerging. And a lot of them have like millions and millions of streams and are doing huge tours and are collaborating with other big artists. And I think uh, I'm starting to see that it's not as, as um, you know, like a like I'm not the only one. And I even have another um, friend who's on my same publicity team and she's also Turkish and she's up and coming and she's based in LA. So I think as I'm like diving into the industry, I'm like, Hey, I'm like not the only one. So I think it's going to be like an interesting wave to be a part of. Same with like Latin, uh, you know, music. I feel like when it first came out, people were like, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that we're part of that next wave. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, could you talk a little more about Turkish music, about what you think are some of its uh, signature styles? Yeah, I think like if you ever listen to like uh, traditional Turkish singing, it's like a very particular sound. They're belting. It's similar to like Arabic style music. And I think it requires a lot of breath control. It requires being pitch perfect. It requires like being really emotionally um, aware of of the emotions you're bringing out in your sound. And and I think I pull from those influences. It's hard to describe if you're not like if you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you go after this and you type in like Turkish performances and you see the way they belt, it's like it's a really specific style of singing. Oh, okay. I like yeah. that. All right. Okay. Yeah. So um, as I mentioned earlier, you are now on your fourth single with "Circle Back to Me." Um, yes. How would you say you've grown as an artist over the past couple of years? Yeah, I definitely think I've grown. Um, more as a vocalist I think from my first song Bad Habit to now I think you can hear that I'm not holding back anymore with Bad Habit it was a very chill song I wasn't really doing too much and from Roots and then Circle Back to Me like I'm actually properly belting I think I'm showing different characteristics in my voice and um, you know just how how different my voice can be like some people only thought I can go that low but in roots and circle back to me, you can hear me going higher. You can hear me doing different runs. You can hear me using different type of elements in my voice. And I think I'm pushing myself now. Hmm. What do you think you're better with the high or the low? Definitely the low. I think that's like my, my comfort range. Um, I definitely think it's not like hard for me to go low, but I can definitely go high. I have a pretty interesting voice growing up. I was always like changing every year as a choir kid. One year I would be a soprano, the next year I would be an alto. And I think for female vocalists, if I'm correct, we still grow into like our mid-20s vocally, like our voice is still kind of changing. And so sometimes I find that if I'm getting older, sometimes it's always changing, but I'm also still training and I'm also still practicing. And so I'm never losing those um, abilities to go that high. If I didn't practice and I didn't do warmups, then my voice would stay stagnant. But because I'm always trying to like make sure my range is always similar or at least pushing, then you can stay in that range. Hmm. 
All right. Uh, you mentioned um, uh, living in the Bay Area, uh, specifically yeah. uh, San Fran. Uh, what led you to uh, being there, and what can you tell me about just the artist community over there? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so I immigrated to the States when I was like five, five and a half with my family, and we've actually just lived in the Bay Area since. Um, so that wasn't like a choice that I made, but I don't regret it. I, I love California. Um, in my opinion, it's like my favorite state. It's like the best state. And um, San Francisco is really, really unique. You know, everyone that goes there just says that like they always want to come back. They they couldn't believe like how amazing it is. And the artistic community is amazing. I mean, not just in music. There's amazing like comedy. There's amazing like local festivals, um, dancing, like acting. We have art schools, we have art programs. So I definitely think we have a massive um, artistic community and we have a lot of like legendary studios. We have a lot of legendary artists like E40 that are still around and they're making music and they're really bringing that like Bay Area rap or that Bay Area sound. And and I think um, that it really inspires me as an artist based out of San Francisco to kind of put also SF back on the map because a lot of artists, like you said, do come from LA or New York, or maybe like the UK. Um, and I just want to also put SF back on the map. Yeah, it definitely feels like if you want to picture the major cities that artists are talking about, it's like you said, New York, LA, uh, Nashville is definitely big too. Um, yeah. Or Austin. SF might not be the first thing that comes to mind, um, but it sounds exactly. like you've been really exploring the scene out there. Yes. And, and that's because um, I started my music career during the pandemic. So I had to make like a lot of like friends online and then we eventually met. And then, so I just feel like now I have a big artistic community that I belong to. And and I think it's so important to network as an artist, like who, you know, is really important. And I also think it just helps you not go crazy because people are going through the same thing. You know, they're just like, Oh, I'm also struggling to get my music heard or, Oh, I also had this thing fall through. So I think you rely on each other. Yeah, it definitely helps to know that you're not the only person going through this stuff. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, so what is next for you? You've got, uh, you've got uh, the four singles out. Circle Back to Me being uh, the most recent. What are your plans for this year? Yeah, so I have another song coming out, um, hopefully like March or so. And I'm going to be promoting that. Then I'm going to have to, I'm going to go back to the studio. I'm working on new music, um, trying to put all those out. And I'm going to try to record and film some new visuals. Probably not a music video, but maybe some cool short form content videos. Um, going to try to do some shows. I'm also in the process of networking with other artists and trying to get a collab, my first collab. Um, I'll give you like an exclusive. But, um, I'm trying to collaborate with a rapper. That's like my next thing. It's, I think, not expected of me, but I do think with my soulful voice and like the right kind of rapper, I think it could be a really cool collaboration. And so I'm networking with a bunch of um, people that I know, and I'm also trying to write for other artists as well. Okay. You working with a, with a, a rapper, how does that <laughs> combine? Yeah. So it, I'm kind of pulling inspiration from other soul singers that I've also collaborated with rappers like SZA, um, and I think it's it's hard to explain, but I, I've sent some songs to him that are like, we could, you know, work something out like this. And he's like, oh, that's exactly 
what I'm looking for. Cause even this rapper that I'm talking to was like, Oh, uh, I'm not hundred percent sure because our styles are different. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like I totally get it, but this is the style I'm going for. And I sent him some like song examples and he's like, that's actually perfect. I think we could really work something out. So I think I'll be singing like the hook or the chorus and then he'll be like rapping around it. Um, but I do think my voice is definitely um, a good voice to lend to like a soulful R&B track. Uh, so is a rap album in, um, po- uh, possibly in your future? <laughs> well, not for me, but like <laughs> I can definitely lend my vocals to to an artist, um, a rapper. And I'm also working on trying to do like an EDM track as well. Um, I just want to lend my vocals to to different styles uh, of music and, and different artists to just kind of push myself. Um, but yeah, so we have a lot of things we're always working through. Sometimes they don't happen. Sometimes they get postponed. But I'm always trying to make stuff happen. <laughs> it sounds like you're tra- trying to pursue a lot of like different things. Why do you think that's been your uh, game plan here? Yeah, so... Um, in the beginning, I thought like I was just going to do like an album or like an EP. But then as more time went on and I learned how different the industry is now, I think being a single based artist is good when you're first starting out because people don't want to listen to an EP or an album from someone they don't know. And so me dropping singles is a way for me to kind of express my creativity, kind of build a fan base and also push myself as an artist. And while doing so, I figure I should also collaborate with artists so I can tap into their fan base. They can tap into mine. I can make more friends. I can network and I can just push myself creatively and show people in the industry that like I can do X, Y, and Z. I'm not just like, because a lot of people will talk to me and they'll say, I love your music. I love this, but I just don't think you're good for X, Y, and Z. They try to put me in a box because my music is slower or because I'm a soul singer. And I'm like, well, no, I can, I can also do X, Y, and Z. And so I think it's, it's up to me to show people my vision. There you go. All right, Ella. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. And for the folks at home, if you want to learn more about the artist, you go to Ella-Osterk. O-Z-T-U-R-K.com. You'll, uh, you'll find all the links. Of course, follow the socials. Check out her music. And as we always say, leave reviews, leave comments, all this interaction. It's vital, especially for a new artist to get out there into the world. And, uh, and Ella, I definitely look forward to the next uh, conversation. Thank you so much. This was really fun. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope to come back sometime soon. No, definitely. Hi, this is singer Kate Eppers, and you're listening to Citywide Blackout. All right, everyone, and that'll bring this episode to a close. Thanks for listening, and be sure to follow the show on Facebook at Citywide Blackout and Twitter and Instagram at Citywide Max. You can reach me at citywidemax at yahoo.com and check the show out wherever you find your favorite podcast, as well as every Saturday at 10 p.m. EST on Boston Free Radio. That's all for now, and I'll see you next time.
Don't mind. 